So, like, it's actually kind of amazing. Since the debate, I've seen a number of people in online spaces actually talk a little bit more positively about Bernie that were sort of anti Bernie people. Um, I think maybe something about the shock of seeing Bloomberg on stage just kind of like maybe brought home why Bernie is who he is and is doing what he's doing or something. Batman finally found his Joker. The fucking Joker walked (laughs) on stage and was like, why so serious? And they're like, wow, we fucking need Bat. This weird guy dressed up as a fucking bat running around in his underwear late at night. Motherfucker might be onto something. We might need Batman in these streets. Maybe, Maybe he's not so crazy. Yeah. Um, but of course, some neoliberals are still going for it. And the funniest thing I've seen today in terms of like neoliberals trying to like shit on Bernie uh, post debate is uh, I saw somebody was talking about, you know, that Bernie is the only candidate who hasn't taken any super PAC money. And this neoliberal responds with a sarcastic comment about our revolution. Okay. First of all, clearly you don't know the difference between a pack and a super pack. You don't know anything about campaign finance. Like you're just showing your ass. Second of all, our revolution has existed for like 37 minutes or so and like has not given money to anyone. Yeah. Um, also, our revolution is like literally just like full getting together. Like it's an <laughs> extremely, it's an extremely lo-fi operation. They are not giving out like fucking catering and MacBooks at our revolution. Let me tell you. Uh, no, no, no. Maybe, maybe some Doritos, like a like the five dollar bag of Doritos. And I'm it's sure they have a plastic Tupperware bowl, and you get a little bit. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm sure they have communal cookies, but like half the time somebody just baked them. Uh, yeah, that's our, <laughs> that's our revolution to a T. She's got like a Little Caesars, like $5 pizza. And just like, hey. Yeah, $5 pizza, hot Cheetos, top. That's our revolution. Uh, I find it just funny, like the last week and a half of the Warren supporters talking about there being a race uh, when they're not, like, not being mentioned in uh, newspaper reports and news reports and, you know, things like that. Oh, you're pushing Elizabeth Warren out of the race. This person has gotten the most fawning media coverage of any person running for president besides Barack Obama ever to run for the fucking office. Just in fact, no, maybe maybe better than Barack Obama because there was a lot of takedown media at Obama as well. There was just a lot of fascinating- If Obama had had a scandal like Warren's pretending to be Native American for most of her career, can you even imagine what the media would have been like? She definitely gets an easier time than him. Yeah, I take it back. She's had it easier than Obama. She's had it easier than anyone in the, the modern history of election. So the fact that she's not being me- not being mentioned, oh no, like Bernie Sanders, I don't think like it was a trope that Bernie was like intentionally left out of stuff even when he was ahead in polls, they would just be like, Biden a strong second. The race for number one heats up. Biden and Buttigieg showing momentum. Things like that. Um, Bernie, Biden, and Warren in statistical tie. Oh, yeah, that was another one. It was like <laughs> they, would, they would sit there in a fucking room around each other and figure out how to minimize this guy. I, Warren is I not mean, did covered. you see... Did you see when fucking de Blasio endorsed Bernie Sanders? De Blasio endorses. The Hill's headline is de Blasio endorses 2020 Democrat. Oh my gosh. Literally. 
Maybe that was like a clickbait thing. You'll never guess who who Bill de Blasio just endorsed. A human being. Human being. Warren is just now starting to earn some media coverage by actually doing something uh, as opposed to like coming in fourth in Iowa and like fifth in New Hampshire or something ridiculous like that. Uh, maybe she was fourth both places. I don't recall. Yeah, I mean, Warren supporters are not getting erased. They are abandoning ship. Like yeah, They're leaving. I- <laughs> A lot of Warren supporters that I've spoken to, um, not that I know very many, because like we've discussed this before on this podcast that like we've tried to get Warren supporters to just like come on the show and have a conversation the same way that we've had some Yang people on. Um, and like they just won't like, <laughs> um, yeah. It's wild. Uh, but uh, um, definitely, like, uh, over the last few weeks, I've seen a lot of Warren people just be like, yeah, I'm just going to vote Bernie. It's whatever. Like, I liked Warren a little more, but I, you know, they're both fine. That's, like, one camp. And then there's another camp that's, like, you know, going for, like, Buttigieg or Bloomberg now because they, like, they wanted the more centrist Warren. And, like, nobody's really sticking around. Like, the handful of people that are, like, still, like, screaming war until their throats turn hoarse is, like, very small. just realized I do know a Warren supporter that is extremely online, and maybe we can drag her onto the show. Um, I'll have to check in on that. That'd be cool, because I've asked a few, and they've all been like, I don't know. It's going to be really tough. Like, I mean, this is going to sound so mean. Hopefully, whoever this Warren supporter is doesn't listen to this episode. But, like, when your candidate is losing, there are, like, some Baghdad Bob vibe. Because you have to, like, you have to clap your hands and stomp your feet and kind of throw glitter in the air and just bring your candidate back to life based on vibe. And it doesn't really work. Like, you know your candidate's going downhill when the supporters start getting really desperate and really conspiratorial and really panicky like when bernie was losing in 2016 and the trope just became here's how bernie can still win like right like yeah we're in here's how warren can still win kind of mode right now i mean i still think marion williamson can still win oh god Oh, that was like a tweet uh, that we could make. We probably should. We, we probably could. But um, um, on the subject of Twitter and who we are, this is not safe for wonks, by the way. If you didn't know. Show. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> Kennedy Cooper is here. Brennan right. McKinnon is here. Loud here. Loud wow. Lau, why are you here? Yeah. Man, that's a big question. We all have to come back to uh, a man known as Jesus. Lau, you promised. You promised before the show. Yeah, I'm talking about a different Jesus. Oh. Uh, Jesus. Uh, uh, hey, what is Leist. what is happening right now? Jesus Manuel Lopez Obrador. Oh, God. You know, back in fourth grade, they, they called me Jesus. <laughs> in fourth grade, my name was Kelena. Isn't that oh, a isn't that First a my chemical romance song? Imagining you doing a sassy Amy Klobuchar head nod right now. Uh, Brandon, I would like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. In I a think blizzard. A, I think your hair and my hair would probably be fine in a blizzard. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at your hair right now, and it's so gorgeous, incredible. My hair is like a perfect chaotic thing anyway, so like you can't make it more chaotic. You can try. But look, let's move on from this. Warren was flailing, and there actually is good news for her. Um, yeah. In that, she destroyed Mike Bloomberg. Bloomberg being on the debate stage really like gave the Democratic Party a purpose again. Yeah, he, he was really uh, like know? a negative unity candidate. He said that he had what it took to unite this party. He said Mike would get it done 
and he really got it done. All these people who seem to hate each other the last few months, uh, they all found a common enemy, and they all work together as a team. Uh, by the way, it really shows you that this primary shit and fretting about unity is really stupid. Like, nobody is in a catatonic state because they got yelled at or whatever. They're all adults. It'll be fine. Um, Actually, the only two who really couldn't unify last night were uh, Pete and Amy. They were kind of still at each other's throats a little bit. Yeah, I think they that were vying incredible. for that vying for that centrist spot, no? Well, but also, I mean, like, in New Hampshire, Pete was in second, Amy was in third. In Iowa, you know, uh, John Kerry won or whatever. So, you know, it's anyone's game still to be the second-choice candidate that wins the contest contested convention. It's not going to be... By the way, so let's get some takes out. There's not going to be a fucking contested convention, okay? There is not... Um, I think that Bernie supporters, because they're all Marxists, so they all believe in, like, fucking uh what's the what's the phrase here uh just fucking class-based conspiracy you know all the rich people are working together towards a goal that like sanders supporters really believe that behind the scene people are working together there's collusion there, listen the world is they're, fucking chaos. they're all scheming and they they are not all scheming in the same direction right exactly yeah. what you're watching is not uh a, a unified scheme of the of the fucking what what's marx call the the fucking rich uh bourgeois i don't know the fucking it's more i think these are yeah, just a well, bunch of it's people more like a bunch of their dreams come true they're trying to to become the president um they're trying to make it to next week if you say at a debate um should the person with the most votes be the nominee and you say yes then the next question is sanders is going to have the most vote what the fuck are you here for like once you get on record for that then it's fucking over you got to go home so knowing that they got to like say some bullshit especially because they've got to go and raise more money to try to fucking get to next week right and that's what warren's doing she's just trying to i don't know what the fuck she i don't think she has a real plan the people that like oh the democrats the establishment what more do you need what more evidence do you need they don't have a plan they're genuinely dumb they don't know what the fuck's going on they don't know what they're doing they're just flailing there's no strategy Even when hillary you know like went all out in 2016 rigging the primary that was because of her force of will like her personal commitment to this shit and like her like many decades of like yes. political engineering and Hillary connection had... making and stuff right it wasn't because everyone else actually like gave a shit about conspiring towards her victory I... it right. was just because she had the power and the influence and everyone was like yeah okay fine Hillary has a lifetime of chips to cash in. Um, she started getting chips in the 90s because she knew she was going to run for fucking president one day. And when Obama gave her that lifeline in 08, she started building more chips. That's what the fucking Clinton Foundation was all about. Just political chips to be cashed in. None of these establishment people now have any chips like that. Warren is wasn't even that liked by Obama. Obama wasn't a big Warren supporter. Um, I mean, Warren has this problem, and we've like talked about this before. She has this problem not just with voters, but also with the people that she's in office with, that she's not left enough for some of them, and she's not right enough for some of them. She was too left for Obama, but she's like almost too far to the right, right like a significant ally of the Sanders presidency. So it's like, right. and she's too far left for a lot of her donors that like people who would be giving her money 
if she was like a consensus choice, um, all of the non-Bernie people are trying to build a political network on the fly. I mean, Biden kind of has one. You saw him just kind of kind of scrape up endorsements from just older Democrats that are just like, okay, Obama, Joe Biden, okay. Uh, Bloomberg's trying to buy one as quickly as he can with these mayors and shit, right? Uh, Warren has been like doing a lot of work trying to build it with like upper- The selfie line. Well, not the selfie (laughs) line part of it, but really just like clout building with like upper middle class women of color social organizations. She's just been doing that all the last couple of years uh who else pete like pete's just been going to wine caves they're all just trying to come up with this shit in the last like year and a half bernie's the only one that's been like really working on this shit really hard for four years let's be real amy klobuchar probably thought that she was gonna be in the ranks with michael bennett you know five months ago of course she didn't think she was gonna be here like, I don't know. Maybe she thought that something would happen. I mean, you got to have hope for yourself. But she didn't like, if you put a gun to her head, hey, is Amy Klobuchar going to be here at Super Tuesday? Probably not. Like, I'm not saying that she had no confidence in herself, but like, if there was money on it, she'd probably bet against herself five months ago, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, of course, of course, she doesn't have a machine. You know, her campaign was literally, you know, it's 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 one of those American underdog stories that people love during these presidential cycles. But at the same time, like rarely actually makes it to the White House um, where it's like, wow, she's just some Midwestern politician who just got up on a stage and said she was running and look at her now. But the problem with that is that that is not enough to get you votes in 50 states. <laughs> oh, not even close. She and Pete do not have like a national coalition at all. It's really built for those first two states. And I think both of them are just going to fall off the map now. Yeah. And they're all like everybody to a certain extent, but especially like Pete in particular is like trying to have like an Obama moment, but he just doesn't have the kinds of like, I mean, no one feels seen by Pete's nomination the way that like Obama made like a lot of people feel like things were changing. And I'm not just talking about black people. Like I myself felt like if Obama's elected, things will be better for me. I'll have better representation, you know, like young people, but no young people are inspired by fucking Pete. Yeah. He just doesn't have any like savviness whatsoever. Yeah. Like the people that are inspired by Pete are like neolib who aren't actually. He's a nice young man. No, I it, I mean, yes, there, there is some of that, too. I actually like I have some like aunts and uncles who are like, yeah, Pete, he's the one Um, that are like, you know, just like typical neolib vote blue, no matter who, blah, blah, people. Um, But also like a lot of the younger neolibs, because nothing else has really worked out for them. Right. They're just so desperate to cling to this idea that Pete has a chance. Um. And it's just such a joke, you know? Like, I mean, these are the same people that said Marianne wasn't qualified enough. Pete's not qualified to do anything. I mean, he's qualified to do... I'm sure he's qualified to do things. I mean, like, he could be a mayor. Not even, though, really. I mean, Pete... (laughs) He's clearly qualified to be the mayor of a city. I would say he's probably qualified to be a governor of a a state, I suppose. No, he's not even. He's literally not even. What makes you qualified to be a governor? I mean, here's my thing about pete why i'm just like determined to dunk on him right now 
is because everything that Pete's ever done has been like meaningless, fluffy resume building. When I say that Pete's not qualified, I think that almost anyone can and should run for office. I think that people with no experience whatsoever politically should run for governor and win. Pete, he has worse than no experience. He has a <laughs> shit he has a shit ton of meaningless experience wow. to build like the perfect looking political resume, but all you have to do is listen to him talk for 5 minutes and you realize this guy doesn't know fucking anything about politics. Listen, he knew he knew a little bit more about politics than Amy Klobuchar last night because oh my i mean <laughs> first of all first of all i've said this i think pete did actually a really good job last night i think that was the best he's ever done um he's definitely at risk of just fading into the background and he he fought everybody fought bernie he fought bloomberg he fought amy he fought war i mean he came out guns a-blazing by pete standards um and yeah, yeah i think he performed well and klobuchar clearly hates pete's guts right we all agree on that oh yeah God. she genuinely dislikes him it's not really mutual i don't think he thinks anything of her at all um he's not capable of emotion so I, I, he's I literally he's like patrick bateman from american psycho actually i say that but you can totally tell when he's like raging out during debates let's have one or two moments where he's pissed off he um, has this this certain like cheesy smile that he puts on that like oh, he's yeah. trying to be like like yes yes i'm pete nothing gets under my skin and everything's fine smile but it's so obviously forced and like human. yeah yeah well okay but all right so amy dislikes pete and it's mostly one way um but like it finally boiled over last night which is oh you're just so per but she felt that way because he was right it it wasn't the ticky tack shit that she's really upset about that is him jumping the line and him just being some white guy with a penis who's like the mayor of nowheresville and now he's like ahead of her for being president uh i think amy doesn't mind like the i mean she doesn't love like all these old senate guys but she gets it with Pete, it's like, what the? Where does this come? Where does this guy come from? Um, but he was hitting her on such a legit point. He hit her on all legit shit. So when it finally boiled over for her, it felt like she was being petty. It came across as petty because she wasn't really attacking him for the real reason why she was mad. So she was just being defensive and angry. Um, and Pete just sort of judo flipped and was just like, you're calling me junior because I'm a mayor, but that's okay. Being a mayor counts. It matters. And like, if you're like a person in a, I don't, first of all, none of this shit matters because the shit they argue about doesn't affect anybody's life, right? Like how much does sure. being a mayor matter? It doesn't mean anything. It like, right. it doesn't put food on your table. It's just arguing for point. But um, in that world of arguing for points, I think he did a good job of, you know, deflecting her anger at him or whatever. Which, if you're a guy, you have to be a little bit careful about. You don't want to just slam it home on the women candidate. Yeah, and that's why Warren came in, right? Right, Lau. When when uh, Warren came into the to the defense of uh, Klobuchar regarding her forgetting the name of like the Mexican president of. Oh, can we quickly? Yeah, can we quickly touch on that? Klobuchar would have to. She was so. First of all, she was so on the defensive, and she was trying so hard to like flip it into a Pete being sexist thing. Like, oh, are you calling me dumb for not knowing who the president of Mexico is? Are you implying that I don't know about these issues? Honestly, if I was Pete, I would have just been like, yeah, like yeah, you're you're dumb to run for president and not do any homework. Not just not know. <laughs> 
All right, let's clarify. This was not like a fucking Jeopardy round. Who's the president of Mexico? The question was like, tell me about the president of Mexico. So even if she didn't know his name, if she had said anything about him right if she, yeah if she had just talked about like uh the fact that he's very transportation oriented figure. yeah um, and that, that, that he's you know that he's uh doing his best to battle the cartels it's very difficult even something like relatively like meaningless like that you know I, like it would have at least shown like some guy, awareness I, that you know that he exists and what he's I, doing can i just quickly point out that if somebody didn't know who the fucking prime minister of Canada was, they would just be universally just, at, they'd be out of the fucking race. Just they would be, be dunked to the shadow zone by every mainstream media outlet nonstop. Fucking Chuck Todd and Anderson Cooper and all these people would be having nonstop coverage of this person failing to say Justin Trudeau and just you going, imagine. how can this person possibly be considered qualified? You guys imagine. If Bernie Sanders didn't know who the anything about the prime minister of fucking Canada, it would be a fucking rap for this dude, right? Um, no it's argument. Non-stop. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Finish. Um, because it's like a fucking brown country. It's like a fucking oh, it's a Jeopardy question. It's so I literally awesome. saw someone say this is so wild. I literally saw someone say, "Well, I think this would be a bigger." This was like a comment on Twitter. I think this would be a bigger deal if it was like a one of our major trading partners in Europe oh. or or a country that we have significant <laughs> involvement with in the Middle East. I was like. Do you not know anything? Do you literally know no, nothing at all? Trading partner behind fucking Canada. Like, like also, we have literally two neighboring countries uh, that are like real actual. I mean, there's some islands and stuff, but like that are our real actual like border, physical border neighbors, <laughs> you know, as opposed to like, you know, across some massive water. There's there's just two. OK, like maybe if you live in some Eastern European country or something where you have like 10 neighbors and you're like, oh, what's the prime minister of like neighbor number seven? Like that's like a little bit more understandable. We have two fucking neighbors. This isn't like, like you don't know who the, the fucking president of Mongolia is. Mexico's right the fuck there. So, and Pete accurately was like, you're on subcommittees and shit. Like you deal with this directly. And okay, so, and Warren jumped in and was like, it's not fair that we're just jumping on her for having a brain fart. But okay, all of us, none of us are running for off. What gives? What was the, what, what do you guys think was the real deal with that? Was she just intimidated did she just genuinely have a brain fart does she just really just not fucking remember who the president of mexico was is it not important like can i give my conspiratorial answer yeah just give whatever you think is the like the real answer i mean me. i'm not 100 percent convinced of this but this is the this is the theory that i like the most okay. um is that uh it's a part of the bernie media blackout um uh amlo is a leftist president he he uh, is like the bernie of mexico in a lot of ways like it very literally too in the sense that he's been around forever and he's known for having had this incredible career of integrity um so like i i feel like it, it like if if i was going to be most conspiratorial i don't necessarily think this is the most likely answer but if i was going to be most conspiratorial about it i would say that this is the part of the bernie blackout that saying uh andres manuel 
Lopez Obrador's name is giving power to leftist movements. And so they don't want to do that. Think she pretended to not know his name? Or I'm saying it's possible. Okay. Like that's the most conspiratorial answer. But I don't that's just my favorite theory. Like more yeah, yeah, realistically. Yeah. You're, you're- yeah, I get you. I don't want. Yeah. To, we're not going to hold you accountable for that. It's right. Like take. Okay. I, was, like I, I also, I just want the audience to know this is not like. Yeah. Okay. Really, really, really serious, but it is right. something I think about. Okay, Lao. What do you the think most, is most like, charitable view? It's probably like she was just focused on um, her presidential campaign, and so. But did it did it seem like she was getting blindsided by all these questions about Mexico? Do not really remember? In, but an interview with Univision. It's an okay. interview with okay. Univision. So How she should you... have been prepped. How are you? Yeah. Not, what's going on in Mexico? I would just like have a, a staff member go. What are the top three or four things going on in Mexico? Bef- like in five minutes, let me scroll a Reddit article before I fucking go to do an interview with Univision, especially if I'm trying to break out of Iowa and New Hampshire. I it's I don't even know what maybe to she read thought Univision so was weird. like maybe she thought Univision was like a um like some weirdo name. Like a cable channel like USA. Maybe, maybe maybe she did do some prep before the Univision interview and her prep was okay, my name in fourth grade was Elena. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> I uh, let's see. I love tamales. <laughs> oh, love tamales. Or so, maybe yeah. one of her staffers, like she, she, you know, she got like a stapler thrown at her, so she just put down all of this fake shit about like Mexico, and then just and then gave it to gave it to Amy, and was like, "Here you go. Here's your notes for the Univision uh, okay. interview." Con- let me let me ask all this. How much does that matter? Uh, if you're the president, you're going to get a briefing before you make any major decision. Uh, how important is it that? Like you pass these tests and that you have the ability to recall Aleppo or the president of Mexico or the capital of the Vatican. I don't know. Uh, these these yeah, I don't even of- like these comparisons that you're making of like compare well, like not knowing the president of Mexico is like not knowing fucking the state next door to your state. Honestly, like. Like, d- does do you think Amy Klobuchar doesn't know who the governor of fucking Michigan is? You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, yeah. just, it's just ridiculous. And here's the thing. Here's why it's important is because we're supposed to be sending a message as the Democratic Party that we give a shit about, like, the people that traditionally are fucking shit on by systems of control and power. And that definitely... Right now, under the Donald Trump presidency, majorly includes Latino people, brown people in general, and people from Mexico, very much so. So, like, to be like, oh, I don't know, how can you claim that you give a shit about the shit that Donald Trump is doing at the border if you can't even name the president of Mexico? You're just making it clear that you're going to perpetuate the same racist cycle. Let me ask you this. Had it been a Republican woman, if Sarah Palin was running for office and she didn't know who the president of Mexico was, what would people on the left say about Sarah Palin's intellect and her capacity to be president? And maybe that's not fair. Like, maybe there needs to be a pattern before we say that. But I mean, like, I feel like every leftist politico commentator fucking would be dunking Sarah Palin to the goddamn shadow zone and back. And that there would be absolutely no remorse and that Amy Klobuchar had has gotten a complete softball by comparison. There would they would be on Saturday like in fact let's leave Palin's baggage behind. Let's say uh who's a Republican woman? Joni Ernst 
is always the woman that I use for example. Sure. Joni Ernst doesn't know who the president of Mexico is, and she's running for president. Saturday Night Live is doing Joni Ernst that weekend. Not just that weekend, but for for, for like three weeks. Joni Ernst not knowing who the president of Mexico is is a joke on Saturday Night Live. Like, it's a big bit the first night, but they keep bringing it back up. Like, it's that funny to them. It's really, I, I, I really was thinking that we would come up with a conclusion that would let us go easier on Amy. But as we're talking about it, it's like, no, this is actually really bad. And there's actually really no good excuse for it. Yeah, she lost all four of her Latino um, supporters. <laughs> also going into, yeah, especially between Going into Nevada. And Pete just banging you on immigration and going, you're out yeah. of step with the entire party. And then she deflected with like, you haven't been in the arena, but Pete wasn't talking about himself. He's talking about Booker, Harris, Biden, Bernie, all of them right. a different way. From, so, yeah, she... Uh, also, I just want to say, yeah. Steyer also didn't know who the president of Mexico was. Like, I don't want to just dunk on Amy and not, <laughs> yeah, like, also he wasn't put, like, the... put Steyer on blast. Is Steyer... He wasn't at the debate, so he couldn't yeah. be asked yeah. about it. Yeah, he wasn't um, there. But I feel he... like he's a lower tier candidate now. Here's he's like the a thing, though, person now. Is that I don't, I don't want to be, like... Like, I just, like, I love dunking on Amy Klobuchar, but I want to make it clear that I don't just want to be unfair. Like, I, I I was also appalled that Tom Steyer could not name the president of Mexico. Completely appalled. This should be completely disqualifying for a presidential candidate, in my opinion. I truly mean that. Is that so, and this is worse than the Aleppo, or is it equal? So much worse honestly like aleppo is closer to that like jeopardy trivia thing that you're talking about like yes it was very relevant in a moment but like it's kind of a specific thing the president of mexico is not a specific obscure trivia fact it is like like i say it's like literally like i i'm sure amy klobuchar could name the governor of every fucking midwest state you know i think it is so fun i think that her being a Democrat, she's going to get a pass that a Republican would not get because Democrats are seen as the intelligent party. Like what? Right. Democrat so she gets the benefit of the doubt. There's a, there's right. a good reason Obviously, why she couldn't give that answer in the moment. And it's not that she doesn't care about Mexico. It can't be that. No. Obviously, you know, if you're a woman, you've got your own sex, your own personal sexism directed at you. But if you're a, a woman Democrat running for president, you're probably not going to get called dumb. Uh, I think like if Nikki Haley had done this or Joni Ernst, the left would be just like, oh, this is a stupid person. She's a dumb. I think Sarah Palin actually was like the perfect comparison to make because she was constantly dunked on for this sort of thing while she was, you know, in the media as McCain's running mate. Like every time that Sarah Palin would get on the news and be like, Hawaii is a part of Japan or whatever, like everyone all over left Twitter and all over, you know, liberal Facebook and all over all of these different online spaces would be like, what an idiot. I mean, think about just how much were people freaking out just a few weeks ago over uh, Donald Trump saying the Kansas City Chiefs play for Kansas. Like, they, they, people were losing their minds. So stupid. Oh my God. This uh, is way stupider. This is way fucking stupider not knowing who the president of Mexico is than, than thinking the Kansas City Chiefs play for Kansas. This, this is leagues. This is leagues fucking worse than that. Uh, I mean, I really wanted to, to calm you down and get a nuanced take, but actually you're kind of, you're 
you're right. I yeah. Mean, you're I mean, you've talked me up. Like, yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> Klobuchar fucking stupid. <laughs> Steyer too. Like I said, I want I want the credit to be fairly given here because again, this should be completely disqualifying for any candidate, especially this far in the race. Maybe if we were like one month into the presidential race and people were asking you a bunch of like foreign policy questions, you couldn't answer all of them. I might be like a little bit more forgiving, but like votes are being cast. Iowa has already happened. There are only a handful of candidates left. And if you are in that handful, you should be acting like you are already president. And if you were already president, you would know this shit. You know, I feel like Jeopardy would be a better, a better, uh, I guess like structure for the debate. Like, can we just get all the candidates and make them play oh, Jeopardy? Let me put the nail in the coffin of this. If it's 2008 and Senator Barack Obama is running for president and he's talking about hope and change and shit and he don't know who the president of Mexico is, it's over. It's all over. Like, he'd be a fucking laughing stock. They'd run him out of town. So, yeah, that is what it is. Um, I just want to, I mean, I think Amy is going to be just low-key like one of the bad stories bloomberg took up so much of the space with his destruction <laughs> that amy is gonna slide off like yeah she's gonna get a pretty good pretty easy pass yeah she's gotten a pass for everything like we you were talking brandon earlier about like the easy media that warren has got but amy has also gotten some of the easiest media coverage of any presidential candidate in history like they they just fall over themselves to justify everything about her and make her into this scrappy underdog hero that you just have to love and it's just such a bullshit she got like tons of media coverage she got tons of of not media coverage but debate speaking time she got lots of praise in the spin room and stuff um and it was always out of proportion with her support so this is like the first time that she's actually getting time that matches her actual support now kind of right i mean like new hampshire she actually did pull some numbers so like at this point you have to like be like okay i guess she's sort of a real candidate But like you say, early on, there were all of these news outlets treating Amy like, oh, yes, she deserves all of this like opportunity and stuff. And it's like she was she was just one of the nobodies and she has no policy. She has no support. She has no grassroots. She has no organizing like it it's just it's so fake isn't it weird that we've like argued with a couple of klobuchar stands on our twitter (laughs) yeah like you gotta get stuff done and that's just that's just what politics is all about you you count how many bills you pass and that's your score and the higher your score is the better you are it's you get stuff done and that's just it uh, she has never really had a really close examination of her record, which I think is why she had such a, a bump. Uh, I think just the field as a whole, most of the Democrats are not totally comfortable with anybody yet. Um, so they're just kind of bouncing back and forth. And sh- If you've uh, ever needed proof that there's racism in the field, it's that Kamala's record got like thrown in her face right away and continuously and that Amy Klobuchar's completely deplorable record on criminal justice and in politics in general has not been treated the same way. Kamala was, I don't believe in that. Kamala was a serious candidate. She would, she, according to herself was a top tier candidate, right? So she got more examination because she was, uh, 
like a serious contender to be president, which Amy has never been. She's not one now. Yeah, except she kind of is now. I mean, like not for like, I mean, obviously, if we in this room are just talking about the things that we agree on are going to happen, she's not going to be president. But at the same time, like she's in this final group of people. She made it on the stage last night when even Tom Steyer couldn't. He's got so much money to throw at this. It's kind of baffling. Um, Like you have to at this point say that she is a real candidate and that she has been for at least a couple of months and in that time frame she's got nothing but easygoing press um all the neolibs have cut her slack i would say she's been serious for maybe two weeks and she's just starting to get examined and it's I'm not enough you, there's no examination coming no one's gonna hold amy's feet to the nobody fire. yeah but why would you like unless you're Pete and you're and it's like we're fighting for the same group of like well-off white people. Why are you? Why would you get into a fight with Amy Klobuchar? Because she's not gonna win. Her 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 voters aren't gonna come to you unless maybe you're Pete or Biden. Maybe so. Like there's nothing to gain from like attacking her and challenging her on her record or whatever. I just here for the ride. I mean, it just is what it is. I think the fact that Twitter hasn't like blown up over her criminal justice record is like weird in terms of like the Bernie stand. Maybe it's not racist. That, like, you know, these things seem to be held to, like, slightly different standards, but I don't know, y'all. Like, Bernie Sands went wild on Kala because they were scared of her. They're not scared of Amy. They're just ignoring her. I mean... I guess that's fair. Kamala did kind of have a little bit of the same lane appeal, so... Whereas, like, nobody, nobody's, like, sitting, sitting at home right now, like, is it Amy or Bernie? (laughs) Yeah, nobody. Nobody. (laughs) Can you imagine... I wish we could find God, I I would do anything to find an Amy Bernie swing voter. We should tweet. We should Seriously. go on the Twitter like if you're tw- I'm going to I'm tweeting this right now. Come on our show, we'll have you on for the whole hour. Maybe we'll get somebody on that just wants to do it as a bit. I don't know. Like could, I just just sitting on the couch like watching CNN just like gosh, Bernie's really got some points, but what about Amy though? Like I just can't. Maybe it's like a New York Times thing like you know that they're totally opposite and you're just trying to decide do you want reform or revolution? I don't know. You would just have to just know they're totally different and just be like, well, I'm, I'm picking a path here. I feel like even if you are that person, though, that you're describing, like you would pick different candidates, you know, like I feel like the people who are split, a lot of them are split like Bernie Biden, you we know, like a mean or- grouchy person to be president. So you're like, well, I know Bernie's grouchy. and I know Amy's grouchy. Maybe if they came together as a ticket. But sometimes. But sometimes Bernie is like funny or like yes. personable, yes. you know, so like that's, you know, Amy is like, I get the feeling that like if Amy like saw someone about to get hit by a car the way that like Bernie saved somebody's life a few weeks ago who was going to get hit by a car, Amy would just watch. She would just stand there if and just the, like smile a little. The person was like, being I'd like to see how <laughs> you'd fare in a like hospital. <laughs> If she felt like that person was like playing in traffic or something, like if they had it coming, I definitely think she would just be like, look, look at this shit. And then she'd walk over to to them afterwards and be like, yeah, you have fun out there. You have fun dancing in the fucking middle of the road. You idiot. (laughs) I think it was like, (laughs) 
Maybe if it wasn't like an innocent person, she'd she'd say something. But if she thought your dumbass had it coming, uh, she'd just like play stupid games, win stupid prizes, buddy. Step I think if right she was seeing you. like she was seeing like the the president of Mexico about to get hit by a car, she'd be like, <laughs> oh, "Who God. is this idiot? Who is that? Who's that? He's getting he's about to get I mean, hit." Her criminal justice record speaks to who she would think of as innocent enough to be worth saving from the road. Then uh, brown skin would not help. Let's just say that much. Look, I mean, oh God. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about Bloomberg since we're talking about criminal justice disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just take, let's just escalate. Guy, uh, Donald Trump said that Minnie Mike had the worst debate performance in history. And we have to discuss whether it was the worst. I don't know about in history because like, I think it's important to remember, especially in terms of democratic debates. Like, of course we could endlessly dunk on how stupid some of the Republican debates have been, but let's just set them aside for a minute. Um, if, even if we're just looking at democratic debates, like, It's important to remember that this has been one of the most incredible presidential cycles ever in terms of like having actually like diverse, interesting candidates be on stage at some point. And yes, like a lot of people, including ourselves, have made noise about like, you know, the sort of like slight tragedy of the stage getting whiter. But at least we can say that that happened as opposed to it just starting white, ending white. So if you go back to the history of Democratic debates, there have been some debates that were just filled with a bunch of white nerds. And so I don't know. I don't know if this was actually the worst thing. All right, let me give you a, a strong contender. Lincoln Chafee. <laughs> just stumbled over all like a lot of his answers. Hillary Clinton dominated him. He screwed up a vote because his dad, he had just got there. It was his first day. His dad was sick or it died or something. Which, by the way, a more charismatic person could have pulled off as an answer, but the moderator was like so against him that they were like, what, what do you mean fucked up through your fucking vote, you fucking idiot? So it just made it work. <laughs> I still feel like Obama could have pulled that answer off. Well, you know, <laughs> I just gotten into town that day and everybody would just fucking laugh. Um, but right. this is or I like think-, think think back to like John Edwards, some of his debate performances. Like that guy was a, a just the king of just stumbling and bombing and looking like a goddamn fool while actually not being the worst politician by any means. Right. Like he would just get into these debates and like these other people who were also fucking dorks, like Carrie would actually manage to make John Edwards look like an idiot because John Edwards would just be like stumbling trying to get like one word out. So I don't know. I think that the history of Democratic Party nerds is so bad that like Bloomberg is bad, but I don't know if he's the worst. <laughs> well, all right. Let me make the argument for why he's the worst. Uh, worse delivery than Kucinich. Um, worst actual policy than almost anybody I can name in terms of what they brought to the stage and yeah. level of expectation versus performance because he'd gotten so much hype and just completely was it was like watching the discovery channel elizabeth warren just like was like a lioness hunting a small animal it was like it was uncomfortable to watch she just just grabbed him and just broke his neck in front of everybody mauled him yeah it was brutal i um, treated him like Kennedy. a rag doll it was it was awful um <laughs> Kennedy, I think you brought up the point um, that if Bloomberg didn't go on the debates, he would fare a lot better. Yes, he's serious. He literally, he his whole campaign has been succeeding in part because it's this rejectionist thing. 
and because he's not engaging with these systems. The minute that he actually like tries to be a real politician, he looks like a fucking idiot. And and yeah, on the debate stage, he looked horrible. If he had not been there and he had just smugly tweeted like, look at these idiots vote for me instead like he would have gone up by like two percent like he has at every debate so far yeah. and everyone would have just moved on could have bought some commercials like just showing pictures from the debate while these losers were talking mike was out on the streets getting it done and you show him like shaking some hands or just throwing money around i don't know what the fuck he'd be doing eating big on a construction site or something building a community center Building the community centers that will help with climate change and the Green New Deal. And he's putting up some wood, shaking some guy's hand. That's Mike. He's getting to work. And it would have been fucking stupid, but there's some human being that would have bought it. Right? Yeah. Would have worked on somebody. Sure. Uh, Elizabeth Warren fucking doing the fucking animal planet on your ass and just like grabbing you in her jaws and just twisting you back and forth that's not helping you with anybody right there's no man that's watching that and going yeah i love that guy he's a that was not an alpha look for mike bloomberg <laughs> no and in fact like he has been posting the most heavily edited and redacted versions of the debate on his like twitter and campaign media because like any clip like he didn't have one good moment he didn't have one moment where not he like one. really dunked on somebody that you could just take unedited and post to be like, yeah, you know, like Bloomberg got a few jabs in. His only yeah, semi-okay moment was, I'm the only person on this stage who started a business, right? And everybody just kind of paused and nodded and he went on. But that was like three seconds of like, oh, you touche and moved on. And he stretched it into a minute long ad. He like took, he made it look like everybody was like, I've been owned. And then Warren was like covering her mouth like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then Pete kind of raises his hand and then puts it back down. I don't have a business like Mike. Then they cut to Mike and Mike's like, yeah, suck my dick. Um, Just absurd, right? That Completely was Completely ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. And so, and then everybody's in his Twitter mentions just calling him a bullshitter. It's really bad. It's really rough. Um, Yeah. I will say that uh, the one reason I might say it's the worst debate performance ever is because of what we're talking about. That, like, I can't really think of a time when somebody going to the debate was just a guaranteed loss, but that seems to be, have been the case here. <laughs> that was terrible. That you went from, like, being a, a contender, like a goofy contender, but the media propped you up as one to dead, finished. And he's going to have to like, do it again. It was like watching, like, the North Korean basketball team like face USA. Oh, really though? Yeah, like, it they was thought like, they, like watching they... a really lopsided sports competition. Like they really thought they had it in the bag. And then you just get like LeBron James is just absolutely dunks on you. It was like it was like the fucking US women's soccer team playing like some part-time accountants from like Thailand with really short legs and the score is like 12 to 4. 12, 12, I'm sorry, like 15 to 0. And the girls are fucking <laughs> sliding around on their knee. Like, uh, if you could just imagine a gif of fucking Liz Warren sliding around on her knees every time she scores a goal on this on this doofus. Yeah, got him again. NDAs. Oh, and then fucking Mike's just in there. Oh, lost again. Not bad time. Literally, I didn't know that Biden and Warren could get along as well as they did just like tossing, oh, tossing him back and forth like a goddamn volleyball. 
like uh, like they just chopped his head off and we're just tossing that over the net like what part of this for bloomberg is now he is a guy that goes to debate so there's gonna be another one in a few days right so he can either go back yeah yeah he can either say no mas i can't do it anymore in which case Trump is gonna just just mock the shit Savage out of him, right? him on Twitter nonstop. Look, I told you Mike couldn't handle Mike. a debate. Yeah, I told you. Pocahontas scalped Mini Mike, and now he won't come back anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm bullshitting, right? Trump's gonna sit and think of that. How- was, that sounds like a Trump tweet so hard. Right, so. So, so knowing that, and his whole thing is, I can take Trump, I can beat Trump. So he can't run from the debate. So the other alternative is, you got to go back in the ring with fucking Mike Tyson for another fucking round <laughs> of, of just an unholy ass whipping from Warren and Biden. And by the way, Sanders uh, attacked him in the in the people powered movement kind of way. Yes, because being like a, a creep or a sex pest, like every billionaire is not like sexual predatoring forty eight women, right? Like there is an individual no. thing, right? Sixty four, Mario sixty four, uh, Michael Bloomberg sixty four, right? Right. But the 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 labor theory of value applies to every billionaire, and Bernie decided he was going to get on stage. And talk about fucking all wealth belongs to the workers and shit. Uh, because he's trying to make a systemic case. It was literally like so funny to me because it was like at times the the other candidates would start to like turn on each other a little again and like pick at each other and like take some shots. And then Bloomberg would open his mouth again and they would just form like Voltron. Oh god. Like- <laughs> Just like these people who like just seem to not really get along at the moment and kind of be at each other in this competition would just like instantly be like, oh, no, wait, that nerd's trying to talk again. We got to dunk him down so the adults can get back to politics. Here's the thing. So now, you know how Kennedy you had on the show, you had the tweet. uh, Every time this person shows up on the debate stage, they should only ask XXX. So when Bloomberg Uh, goes back, they're going to ask him about these fucking NDAs, right? Yeah. And here's the thing. You were just saying earlier, too, like, what does he do? Does he go back on the debate stage or not? Again, if he had never gone at all. He could say he was above it, but now he can't. He can't. He can't do that now. And so since he can't take that card, like, there's no way that he can't just keep bleeding support unless he suddenly becomes an expert debater in, like, 48 hours. Um, uh, Because, like, by the time this comes out, that's about all the time he's going to fucking have left. Um, Reminds me of that Marianne tweet, I need to learn Spanish in 24 hours (laughs) (laughs) um yeah like that's mike bloomberg right now like i need to learn how to debate in 24 hours (laughs) um because yeah he he can't he he sort of can't do anything but lose support because by playing into the system at all and like showing up and being there he has now like undermined his whole like i'm the outsider thing really fucked up i don't well, first of all, you shouldn't have gone. It's a field of people who just desperately want someone to rip apart, and you were like the fresh meat. And yeah, do, you were not good at it. Your advisors, I don't know whether his advisors are sabotaging him. Like maybe like Leia is advising him on, on the debate. Uh, <laughs> just go, hey, oh, uh, hey, everybody, it's great to be in Reno. Wait, am I in Vegas? Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, 
I I literally feel like he's just not used to being in any situation where ultimately he's not the one in power. Where ultimately he even he even had a moment where he made a threat. He he when he was talking about giving all his money away. Do you remember this? He said a lot of it goes to the Democratic Party and like look uh, at the camera. Like he was shit. literally threatening his money from being pulled from the party like on national television to Listen, these other candidates completely fucking if you want to give him credit for any moment honestly it should be that because he was completely balls out in that moment just like look i'm gonna throw my dollars around what the fuck are you gonna say about that and everyone was like honestly we don't care that much and he was like oh damn i really i expected that to work because it works in every other setting in his life He's everywhere he goes, he can just fire everyone. And so like he just looks at these other candidates on stage like I could get rid of you. But then he remembers that actually he can't. <laughs> I have bad news for you. Uh, It's a week ago. You've woken up in the body of Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You, you've lost a few inches, gained a lot of years. It, it, you got some money. I don't know. Treat yourself for one day. Okay, six days left to the debate. You've, uh, you know, you've gone on the jet ski cruise. You've done all that shit. You're bored with that already. Um, don't you just get yourself on a stage with seven people and have them all scream at you for being a fucking racist and like prep yourself? Yes, I have. I I have people prepare an oppo file against myself, and I tell them, okay, you know, bring the oppo file. And I, I get together some people that I know um, have hire, like slightly different political views than me. Because I hire Larry David and Kate McKinnon to play right. <laughs> yeah. Or like Ellen DeGeneres, right? Like she she's cool hanging around with conservatives. But I'm sure if you pressed her in a debate amongst friends, you could like get her to fight with Michael Bloomberg, right? You know, yeah. like, I, yeah. you know, like people like that. You know, get some, get some rich liberals who are cool hanging out with you to like come over, bust you, open you a know, bottle of wine, open, show them show them your oppo file, and tell them to fucking go wild. You know, and 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 like do that every single night and make notes and like take those notes and come back next night. Okay, now I'm more prepared. And so then by the time you're actually on the real debate stage, it's like every fucking attack that they were leveling at him, he should have had five responses prepared mike pent like indefensible right but he knew how to bullshit and laugh and lie um he's competent at the field of being evil which mike bloomberg was just not he was incompetent and evil that's no good he, he just couldn't even find evil. a way to deflect there's no way to deflect from fucking 64 women of course there's no I way mean, to get yeah. around that i mean you're a piece of shit you just are still but i mean like Look at Trump as an example. I mean, Trump is the master of like, no matter how tough the question you asked him, like you could be like, Trump, here is a picture of you like murdering kittens, just tons of them. This picture was verified by Melania as being real. Uh, what do you have to say about it? And he'd be like, eh, fake news, you know, and he, he would just like brush it off. Like Mike Bloomberg does not even have that kind of skill to just like lie his way through something or just like brush it off in some fashion. He's just like, he's just like, well, there's a perfectly reasonable ex ex explanation for all of this and it, it, it'll all come out in time or maybe it won't. I, and it, like, I, it, it, I can't use Tom. turbo back. 
and he's so d dismissive of everybody too yeah like he tries to be rude as fuck to everyone but he can't even like back that up <laughs> just a no bomb redeeming qualities no redeeming qualities all oh. right any final thoughts on the debate, everybody? I think Joe Biden won. Uh, weirdly, I kind of agree in a way. <laughs> that, that was that was semi-ironic, but but man, did he get? Like I know you're being semi-ironic, but I semi-ironically agree. I think Bernie needs to to do better on his answers. Uh, for the stuff that we see coming, like we know about the bros, he's got to be a little bit faster on his feet for stuff like this. Um, I mean, I think he was good to be dismissive of the bros line of inquiry. Like I think that that's just something at this point that it's it's one of those things that's never going to be satisfied by yet another answer so like you know just kind of being like yeah shut up yeah let's talk about something substantive fine maybe actually the right move it's bernie he plays the hits by now you kind of know what you're going to get from him. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah um he did give some good like some really solid answers but i agree his debate performance could have been stronger um i would say his last two debates have actually been stronger than this one i think um so i agree but look, he was ahead before Vegas, and he's ahead now, and he'll stay ahead. And this is the best case scenario if you are a Sanders supporter. Warren and Biden were like his two main threats because they have a national base, and that's drying up. So you should be happy. Also, they have some kind of actual overlap of support in some cases. There are people that are torn between Biden and Bernie. There are people that are torn between Warren and Bernie. No one is torn between Klobuchar and Bernie. No one is torn between Bloomberg and Bernie. There's one person on Twitter that says that they've got an Amy Bernie voter. So oh. we're going to talk to them. We're going to see if this is real or if it's a bit. And even if it's a bit, I want them on. That's exciting. But uh, exciting. Yeah. I mean, I think if I'm just going to say anything to conclude, it was actually a fun debate to watch. There was a lot of like just wild messiness and it was kind of fun. <laughs> Love that desperation the desperation made it great it it really was a wwe match i mean there were some moments where the cop the the moderators had just kind of given up for large periods of time and were just letting the candidates just dunk on each other back and forth and it was just they're just like okay poetry in motion <laughs> Almost back at 5,000 Twitter followers, folks. We got a little saucy on Twitter, lost some followers. It was mostly to do with us being very angry over Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> it was that and out. Well, yeah, probably. that was one of the things for sure. Okay, a few things happened. Um, we lost some like resistance people over that because we were like being very conspiratorial towards the DNC and they hate that shit. Sure. Uh, cool. But anyway, yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. As always, we have been not safe for wonk. Uh, if you want to be one of those five thousand Twitter followers, we're at NSF Wonks on Twitter. We love it. Love to see and, it. We're also on yeah. Patreon. Patreon.com slash not safe that's right or check out our facebook uh, page we have one of those now thank you lao <laughs> where is it where do i go to see it you just look up not safe for wonks on the search bar i think uh, you could I'm put not safe for the uh um url to facebook.com slash not safe all right with that i'm kennedy cooper thank you so much everyone have a good night Bye. goodbye